0: This is your captain here, Captain Pete Maverick Mitch. I'm joking. (laughs) Oh, okay. This is a lot of weird start to say this, but what is up, everybody? Your host, Danny Eskamalaji here, bringing you all the feel for need, the need for speed on ice screen, you screen for movies, bringing you all a special yet most anticipating thrill episode. Yet another pre game hype episode to my show. This time with my number one anticipate movie. You all have been blabbing me, hearing to say so many times. If you guys can archive my episodes again, or if you guys know what I mean, you're in the right place right here, right now. Top Gun Maverick. Wow. is I'm finally approaching in this, oh my god, I was gonna say the B or, but no, it's finally approaching, ladies and gentlemen. This is an episode discussing the hype and whatnot, and this time I'm not doing this alone. This is one of the B.O. boys themselves who are also excited for this movie. Not one, but two of them are excited like me. So guys, introduce
1: yourself. I am uh, Iceman here, Pat of the B.O. boys, (laughs) uh, reporting for service, reporting for duty and for service, and and a need for speed as well. Uh, This is Clayton, and Danny, you can be
2: my wingman anytime.
0: Yes, sir. You could be my man too. By the way, I'm called Swarm, so if you guys like to call my call sign. Go ahead. I'm You're a swarm. swarm.
1: You're a swarm. swarm. So Clayton, are you Goose? I mean, let's just say right now. Like, or, no, I'll just
0: say Goose? this right now. I have I did a generator name online, and I just got Swarm, so I think it's a good name for me to do it.
1: Just don't want You're to copyright swarm. people's names like that. Well, Danny is of course of the new generation of pilots, so he gets a new nickname. Clayton and I, though, we we have to stick with. You know the nicknames of the old generation. So I'll be the Iceman, Man, Clayton is Goose. You know, I'm sorry you're going to meet the end that you will, Clayton. But it's it's people will be sad for you, so you'll get to enjoy that.
2: It was bound to happen,
1: Daddy. I got to ask you this right up top because we all know Top Gun Maverick it's your 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 most anticipated movie of the summer. It, it's well documented that it's your most anticipated movie. At the time you announced Maverick as your most anticipated movie, had you seen the original Top Gun movie?
0: I was going to go over that topic at some point, but to answer that right now, um, yes, I saw it a month ago on Netflix.
1: Wow. You think
0: I haven't forget? You think I was just going to wait last minute but I my aunt has been driving, driving me crazy and to tell me, "Watch the first one mm-hmm. without forgetting." So I'm like, "Okay, I had the chance when I was on Netflix sometime and I'm like, you know what? Time to watch this damn badass original Top Gun to see what it's like. And my God, I'm so, I'm I just so feel nostalgic glad. already watching that. And I got to say, not every movie like that's perfect. I'll admit that. It's going to have a little weakness, of course. But uh, mm-hmm. we will go over that, of course, in my further discussion. But yeah, to answer that, I did see the original Top Gun.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm also so glad to hear you're nostalgic for this movie that you just saw in the last month. It does show the power of Top Gun, that it could create instant nostalgia, Correct. which not a lot of movies have that power. It's it's great.
2: Well, guys, before we get deep into this, I did go to the Top Gun name generator. And my call sign name is Nutzoid nutsoid Oh, that's a that's a great name, actually. Yeah, nutsoid So oh. I'd like to be referred to as nutsoid
0: if you will. All right, nutsoid Mr. Nut, Nutsoid. Um, what about you, Pat? You're gonna sort of go by Iceman.
1: All right, no, I've got it, I've got to do this now. So I'm at uh Topgun Topgunday.com. That's where uh, I did it. Which I okay, good. So that's the official one. It's it's not like a I mean, I'm sure there is some kind of info stealing okay i am lieutenant pat relief stango so my call sign is relief relief so nice it's it's i will say this is not one of the coolest call signs relief feels like i mean that listen let's be honest that that's what you have after you've gone to the bathroom is you have a sense of relief you know, it or like,
2: feels like you're a guy who's so nervous mm-hmm. during missions that mm-hmm. every time you land, I feel it's that all such the time. A, it's such a relief. It's you can't help you kiss the ground every time. Okay. And you probably do <laughs> evacuate yourself.
1: This does. Okay. When you say that now, this nickname makes total sense because, uh, Clayton knows this, Danny. We, we've not known each other long, so you don't know this about me. I hate flying, and I uh, I don't enjoy it. I'm not as scared of it as I used to be because I fly a lot, but I, I don't like it. So it is true. I feel nothing but relief every time I land from a flight. So as a pilot, that makes total sense. I am the pilot who hates to fly, and I just feel relief when it's over. Uh, okay, th- this name generator... God damn top gun, even their name generator is just completely accurate. It's, yeah, it's
0: yeah. very accurate. I was gonna go over about my called sign called Swarm. So I'm basically all over the place. Is that why I'm called Swarm? I mean, I understood. I'm all I'm all over Swarm. I take action basically mm-hmm. when I answer those questions on the generator.com, and you know, I just love to be in places that's why i'm swarming over so that's some good name i'm always into i'm into like i'm swarming in video games i'm swarming to movies you know stuff like this in my head like that that's why i'm called swarm
1: wow yeah it,
2: and and i'm nuts
1: yeah you are nutsoid. you are it nuts man it I am, is true you're just like a ball of ticks clayton and and nuts I'm, nutsoid fits exactly wow. wow if god if maverick the, is se- if maverick is sorry, half no, as I'm good sorry. as if Maverick is half as good as the Top Gun name generator, then this is going to be a Best Picture candidate, easy, because his name generator generator is dead on.
2: Well, Pat, you, you did say something, and I know we're the box office boys, the BO boys, of course. We talk about box office, but we also have interest in Oscars and the Academy and things such as that. I think this movie could very likely be a Best Picture nominee mm-hmm. this year
0: someone just mm-hmm. said that on twitter from the reactions which we're also gonna go over that in a second but yeah i heard about someone saying it could win best picture i think it's i think it's possible just have to see what it's like and then the movie wow yeah. oh man anyways guys before we go over at least off topics let's go ahead and begin what the hype brings us to this movie so um pat let me go over with you what brings you the hype to this movie and how hyper you are right now
1: I mean, I'm as hyped as it gets. I, 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 this is the most hype I have been for a movie. I mean, since maybe since the end of the pandemic, you know. Like, I don't know if I have been this hype for a movie since 2019. You know, I, I feel like maybe once upon a time in Hollywood, when that came out, summer 19, 2019, I was, I was, I was super hyped for that. You know, since the the box office opened again, you know, I look forward to everything, and uh, uh I've been excited to see certain Marvel movies and f nine and uh, but but I'll tell you, this might be the most hype I have been for a movie in three years. Top Gun Maverick has just got me so hyped. Uh, I, I, I can't wait to see it with friends next weekend and uh, I can't wait to see Tom Cruise on the big screen. You know, he's just, he is, uh, the, the prototype of a movie star and we haven't had Leo in a movie since once upon a time in, in Hollywood. So Tom Cruise is maybe right up there as like the next best thing. And I cannot wait And it. And listen, it's his signature role. Uh, I, I'm as hype as it gets. I, I don't, I think this is the most hyped I've been to see a movie in the movie theater in three years.
0: All right, Clayton, what about you, man? What's going on with you on the hype and how are you hyped for this movie?
2: I mean, I'd agree with Pat. I do think that the most equivalent of hype for me would have been once upon a time in Hollywood, all those many years ago For big budget released movies, I mean, I think I was very highly anticipating Red Rocket and that Mm -hmm. film uh, overperformed, not necessarily in the box office, but overperformed on the screen and how much I liked it more than I, I mean, I knew I was going to love it, but I, I, I liked it so much more than I expected to. So other than that, yeah, I think for big budget films, I'm very, very hyped. And I'm very excited because... You know, Tom Cruise is a box office force, but he's not Marvel. He's not superhero. His biggest opening was for War of the Worlds, and I believe that was in the 60s, right, Pat? 60 million or something? Oh, yeah,
0: it was 64, and then yeah. Mission Impossible Fall was in 61. I just thought Mission Impossible Fall was, like, the biggest, but I forgot. Yeah. I did not know War of the Worlds to be, like, 64 above that, so, I mean, we could yeah, to see Top Gun going over that.
2: Well, that's the thing. This movie is tracking... Anywhere from ninety-five to one twenty-five. Wow. So the tracking keeps going up. And I mean, this is a film with a gentleman that is reaching into his late fifties and he could have his biggest opening weekend of his entire career. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that it. is very exciting.
1: Yeah, it Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise breaking his opening weekend record at in his late fifties. That is the kind of thing that, that ins- it should be inspirational for all of us. It shows that you could hit your peak late in life. You know, Tom Cruise is going to be hitting his box office peak in his late fifties, which means there's hope for all of us to do our best work, to hit our peaks later. You know, uh, Danny, you're in your early 20s, so you got the whole world in front of you. But people like Clayton and I, uh, every once in a while, there's that feeling of, did we miss our peak? Did we miss our peak? And then I see Tom Cruise. He's going to break his box office record at 58, 59 years old. And it just shows me, man, I have my whole life ahead of me, too. I could, I could do anything. So this, this is inspirational. That is how hyped I'm getting. It, it's, It's affecting my whole outlook on life. That that is what Maverick is doing. All right, that's promising, you boys.
0: But um, let's see. For me, before I even said Top Gun really got me into all this hype all of a sudden. Okay, so the reason I got into this movie was because of Jennifer Connolly. I mean, I was I like Jennifer Connolly as like an older actress, not back in the days, but I mean, like she's a great actress in dramas like that, and I th- think she's in great with Top Gun with Tom Cruise, and it's insane that how she blends with a co star to my eyes i mean look i just thought and came to say i'm watching this for jennifer connor but as i've been waiting and then during ap- getting out of the pandemic i started to see top gun like it's a thrill ride and looks very cool more than about actors actresses it's more it's it's about the picture the mm-hmm. picture of that it looks like a thrill ride it looks promising and god it has many things to offer i don't know how to explain but it looks like a dope movie that brings in the life lessons themes and
1: the definition of a Hollywood movie yes. in
0: terms of how it stands out.
1: Yes. Yes. I, I love God. I love that Jennifer Connelly was a big uh, entry point for you. I mean, yeah, but Clayton and then, and I could both attest. She is, she's, she's one of our guys, you know, she is one of our top actresses from our youth all the way to today. And I love that. She's still someone who brings in, new audiences that that jennifer connelly gets people to check out something like maverick Uh, it's that 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 warms my heart i I agree they're gonna
0: i think they're gonna be the best co-stars i don't know i could be crazy Mm. on that i think they could be the best co-stars that's all i want to put out i don't know we have to see But man it is going to kill it for sure so all all about the hype with me i'm generally excited for this so long since definitely 2021 when I noticed mm-hmm. it from 2020 and then changed my mind for having more reasons why I should be watching this movie. And then I get so impatiently annoyed with the delays. And man, it finally, it's finally coming. I'm on and up to this day, I still think it's a great thing to look for a Hollywood movie like that, like Top Gun. Mm-hmm. It's promising, even if it's for the fans.
1: Have you Daddy, have you seen this trailer in a movie theater before other movies? Have you have you seen it, uh, the trailer on the big screen? I seen it from
0: Ten- I seen it from Tenet, and man, I just reminded my aunt that you know I'm so excited, and she's excited, and I just literally saw this trailer like multiple times when it played for um. I see, okay, Tenet. It played for Tenet. I mean, um,
1: top Quiet Place, mm-hmm. Snake Eyes, um probably like scream and jackass and and the other no no no, no 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 no
0: i don't think so i don't think so oh, sonic sonic actually yes. played that oh my god i'm just like why would they play a bg-13 movie in the pg-rated movie in the theater and i'm just like wow really did they did that they also played it for morbius in my end and mm-hmm. um i,
1: I, I think, think it's, it's it, it probably appealed to uh the sonic audience because it's uh, who has a need for speed greater than Sonic, you know, that that's Maverick and Sonic. They, they are so much alike. They just have that need for speed and those audiences Correct. have that need for speed. So I think, Oh, I I'm sure that trailer played like gangbusters in front of Sonic, just Definitely. a bunch of speed freaks.
2: Oh, um, man, Danny. Yeah. I, I'm mm-hmm. curious because you mentioned Jennifer Connelly a, a little bit earlier there. And what, What made you a fan of Jennifer Connelly? What film did you see? I Again,
0: I don't care about the old movies, but I'm just going to go. I know her when I was like nine years old, but my first movie of hers I watched was called Nine. She voiced. And then I noticed her in a few more years. I didn't watch a lot of her movies, but Nine was a movie. I just liked her performance, and I started to get to know her name, so Mm -hmm. familiar. And then... Wow. I also happened to see her movie called stuck in love. I think that okay. one and mm, up to this day, she she's going to be the next best thing for top gun. That's for sure. Even though yep. she wasn't famous back in the day. Again, I don't like referring her old stuff back in the day and her young. So I, she looks better in the generation. In my opinion, I, I hate to be that kind of person talking about that, but I'm just saying one out. I know her. When I was like nine and I watched nine. <laughs> And then mm-hmm. yeah, starts like that, you know. She she now, just she, no
1: matter what format she's going to appeal to audiences because she she's yes. she's got that kind of magnetism. And now, I agree with Danny. I think her and Tom Cruise are going to be one of the great couples of this decade. I think that is going to be such a huge part of why Top Gun Maverick is a huge hit is I I agree. That love interest, that love relationship is really going to going to catch on with audiences. I haven't seen this movie yet, but I I do think she's going to she's going to steam up the screen.
2: And and she's age appropriate ish for Tom Cruise because she is 51. So, mm-hmm. they did not cast a 35-year-old woman as his love interest, which is I think appealing to people. Yeah. It's appealing to me. And so I think she's also a fantastic actor, and that helps as well. Yeah. Now, uh, Danny- They didn't cast
1: uh, Zendaya. If they had cast Zendaya as Tom Cruise's love interest, I, I think that would have actually done more harm than good at the box office.
2: It definitely would have. Now, now, Danny, there's some younger stars in this film, and I just want to get your take as a youngster, if these names mean anything to you. Miles Teller, a once-upon-a-time up-and-coming gentleman who this movie when it was planned to come out two years ago this was supposed to help with a resurgence in his career now will that happen is the question but what do you feel if anything for miles teller i feel like yeah he's a great actor i
0: think i watched one of his movies called war dogs that one i looked over that and that's one of his only movies i got to look over and. um heard about the name As right? so the movie comes around like back last year when it got delayed a few times but um i think he'll be me i think he'll be something in the movie when he plays as the son of goose and him and maverick are going to have a lot of tension in that and that's when i'm looking forward to see how his performance will stand out to the conflict
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's a this is a big movie for miles teller because all people care about in the hype is tom cruise and then i think danny nailed it where jennifer Connolly is gonna be a big deal in this movie people are gonna love her in this but will this movie which is gonna be a giant hit will it do anything for miles teller or will it basically be uh uh him being the shy the way shia labeouf was in uh the fourth indiana jones movie where he's there but people really don't care. So we'll we'll see. He has yeah, to listen. Yeah, we'll see. He's got to, it is daddy, you nailed it. Him being Goose's son does set up that this should be a, an interesting dynamic, but I uh, we'll see if Miles Teller could pop because his movie's going to be huge. It's going to be his make or break to be a big star. Definitely.
0: All right. So um we didn't go over this, but um, I like to go over the expectations on this movie. And technically speaking, we all always come with high expectations that when we're excited for something and it turns out we don't get what we want. Except we still like the movie in our half our parts. But for my expectations, I hope this is, stands out to be a thrill ride. Great performance, heartful, meaningful as a Hollywood movie and man, everything I could possibly want. What a movie would look like for definitely a Hollywood movie in general.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: but uh pat what about your expectations going forward
1: i mean i am really excited to see the action set pieces because they have been really hyping up you know tom cruise really is flying these jets that these these flying sequences which were amazing in top gun are going to be like we've something like we've never seen before and I my expectation is to get to see action scenes that aren't just the CGI superhero action scenes that I think we see in every big Marvel movie. Which I I love these Marvel movies. I see Me them too. all. Me too. But the action sequences in Maverick are gonna give us something different. So I am. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm hyped for the story. I'm hyped for Tom Cruise and Jennifer Connolly's love story. I'm hyped to see. You know, uh, Tom Cruise be a star and and Maverick interact with all these characters. But I really am psyched to see this on the big screen and see these big action scenes on the big screen. Because, listen, I've never seen Top Gun on a big screen. I've seen it on TV a bunch of times. But I didn't. Listen, I was a little kid in the 80s and I never saw like a a revival screening of it. So this will be my first time getting to see the, the big flight sequences on a big screen. So that that's what I'm anticipating the most, is the big That's what's going to attract
0: a lot of that, and it's going to be the most fun. Uh, Clayton, what about you, my dude? What are your expectations going on?
2: Well, so I think you both said a lot of what I am looking forward to with this movie, but there is a thing that I'm looking forward to in this movie that I've heard about in reviews. I haven't read any in-depth reviews, but just kind of the – Overall thoughts that are coming from people who've already seen this is that there's a metatextual sort of uh, element going on with this film with Tom Cruise's character that is mirroring how he now is in Hollywood and the type of films he makes and the way he is such a zealot for theatrical when everybody's going to streaming. And I hope it's not too overt because I don't really like overtly meta things. But I think to have a film that is action packed, heartfelt, but also is commenting on the long, like just uh, prestigious career of Tom Cruise, I think could be very interesting if it's done well. Mm
0: hmm. Very promising. I like that. There's just so much things in my head. I'm looking forward to see the co-stars, the action sequences, almost every thematic I can think of in this movie, what Hollywood could be like for a movie, like that definition. I'm just having high hopes for how, it lo- how it's going to look like on the big screen. And I'm expecting that. I'm looking forward to that. So that is promising, you guys.
1: Do you have your... I mean, Clayton, we have to get on this pronto w- with our our uh, our friend uh, TBD. Uh, the three of us have to get our tickets soon. Danny, have you gotten oh, your yeah, tickets? Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We were gonna discuss that towards the end, but yeah, okay. Just got the tickets for the Tuesday night event, early access event, which oh. I've been expecting that long time ago for a guy. Now it's yes, there is an early event, and then Thursday night, I'm watching it both times with my aunt. Oh, and I'm trying to right. go see that third time with someone, but I won't be surprised if none of my friends don't give a shit on Tom Gunn or Tom Cruise. I mean, I, I won't be surprised. I mean, I have younger audience people like me, my mm-hmm. age, or a bit younger. I mean, some would promise they want to see it, but I just won't be surprised about their anticipation. You know, it's right. they'll be proven wrong if they really just don't get it. That's it. And wow. I had to, I hate to put this out of my own people that listen to it, but I, it's true. I mean, None of these younger people would understand, and no offense to everyone who's listening to this episode, none would understand how much remarkable this movie could be mm -hmm. if they stick to Marvel 24-7 or something. You know, they just
1: have a hard time trying out new things like that. I mean, I can't blame them. I'm not going to be mad about it. I mean... No, (laughs) you're not going to be mad, but I think you're an important voice to let this generation know that there's more than Marvel. You know, we all love Marvel, but there's more than that. So I think having you as an advocate for Top Gun Maverick as a voice to that generation is very important. I love that you've already got tickets to see it twice. The Tuesday, you're gonna by Tuesday night, you will have seen Top Gun Maverick. Oh yeah. Wait,
0: what about you guys? What about you guys? We, got you know what, ticket?
1: Clayton, I, the as soon as we're done with this call, we gotta we gotta get our our our, oh, our stuff. Good luck. Together, I think the we tickets, get these tickets.
0: I think the tickets are selling like hotcakes, but nowhere near as a Marvel. But good luck. I mean, you guys haven't got tickets yeah. yet. I mean, I'm surprised. I thought you guys yeah, were we on got the clock it. for that.
1: We might have to just just you know go see some like nine in the morning type of showing, some odd hour, and just do mm. that. But yeah, no, we've got to get on that, Clay. You guys are like get these maps. You guys
0: are like New York, correct? New York.
1: We're
0: we're in yeah. New York,
1: so luckily there are just going to be just screenings all over the place. There's just you know dozens of theaters so we'll have some options but there's also a lot of people in new york so that's you know that's the give and take
0: question is what format i'm seeing it in the imax yeah. first time and yeah i'm watching it at another theater my aunt wants to go to it's called okay there's a format that is specifically a theater i usually go to locally it's called imagine at super Emacs, it's nowhere near as imax but it's a great format a lot of people mm-hmm. watches and movies like that so I'm watching that a second time, and then, yeah, the first time I'm seeing it in IMAX, which I've been convincing my aunt, and she's got to be blown away and change her mind completely in mind. But, yeah, what about you guys?
2: Well, I so mean, imagine at Super Emacs sounds yeah, like – I'm at Michigan, by
0: the way, Michigan.
2: Their their expectation is while you're there, you're going to imagine that you're at an actual IMAX. Is that is that the gimmick? Something like that, yeah, pretty much. Big screen, okay. but not like
0: IMAX formatted – picture you know it's just like a longer wide bigger screen you know Mm -hmm. side to side. that's a great
2: scam Uh, whoever came up with that scam that's a great scam this the imagine super emacs
1: yeah that's one Uh, of the great scams i love it
2: so we may i mean the okay so the issue if we're getting down to brass tacks this is like some serious theater talk here but the people who listen to your podcast they want this kind of stuff we I am a memble, member of the Regal, whatever it's called, um, yeah. Prison Sentence. And I there's no real IMAX Regal that is close to me or us. So we may have to, if we want to do IMAX, we would have to do AMC. But none of us are A-list at the moment. So we might just have to spring for those $27 tickets, but it just feels like, I mean, so I am,
1: I am so down to do that. I I yeah, just, just bring, just
2: do. go for it. I mean, just yeah, do what makes you happy like that.
1: Exactly.
0: It will be worth the wait and it will be worth the ride of that. Even I, look, even in my own time, even in my own state, that raises these prices at all. I, I just don't care. I just want to do what makes me happy. You know, Yes, I would spend like, I had to spend like $19 per ticket for IMAX for two. And yeah, I mean, it's not that bad. I, no. I still want to see this in IMAX, of course. I mean. Literally.
1: No, well, we, so Pat, we, we're going to have so to do that. We,
2: when we get off the phone, we'll have to talk about like, you know, uh, uh, if I can borrow $27 for an IMAX movie, you know, things like that. Just like what's, you
1: know, where listen, we're going to go. I got how you. You're going to let me borrow that money. I got you Nutzoid. Relief's got nutsoid covered. You, you, you're, you're seeing this movie.
2: Oh, nutsoid's relieved that relief has nutsoid
1: um okay. yeah i am looking at some showings yeah well we will do this right after the this taping clayton and i the bo boys are getting some tickets sounds it, good sounds really good
0: huge. might as well get that nice. out of the
2: way all yeah. right
0: um let's go over and talk about the all right so we're gonna basically compare the original top gun if we all saw it and the um yeah we're gonna just touch in reviewing on the original if we all saw it ourselves and comparing what's gonna be like to the new one so who's Did, uh, Pat or Clay, did you guys watch the original Top Gun by any
1: chance at all? Well, I mean, I, I've seen it a bunch of times. Probably the last time I have seen it was early in, uh, the pandemic, you know, quarantine shut down. It was one of those movies I revisited. So probably the last time I watched Top Gun was sometime in the spring or summer of 2020. And at that point I had not seen it in years and I was like, I wonder if this holds up. And it held up. It was so great. And, you know, the thing that's interesting about watching the original Top Gun is there aren't a lot of, like, action fight scenes in it. You know, all of the the actual firefights in the sky are pretty much the, the end of the movie, the third act. Up until then, it's more about the training and... It's about the interactions between uh, uh, Tom Cruise's character and his other pilots and his love. Valchamere. Right. Yeah. So so it's an interesting movie in that Top Gun is not, it's action-packed, but it's not as action-packed as you would think. It is more of a drama and a character movie. And then when you finally do get to them, uh in those firefights in the sky at the end against was it the or is it the russians or the bad guys i forget in that yeah i
0: was wasn't noticing like how they were like being followed or something it was probably part of training or something yeah i don't know it's kind
1: of they kind of rush the 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 conflict at the end like the at the with 20 minutes left in the movie they basically tell maverick all right now you've got to go fight these russians and then that happens um, but in, they really make you wait for it. And then when it happens, it's incredible. Uh, so the, to my big takeaway on Top Gun is it really does hold up. You know, it's not just the nostalgia of seeing it as a kid in the, in the 80s or 90s. It is a movie that still is a great drama and action movie today. And listen, Tom Cruise... He was becoming a star at that point when this came out. He had risky business. He had some supporting roles. But when Top Gun comes out, that turns him into a forever movie star. And rewatching, you can see why. I mean, this guy has just got charisma coming out of every orifice. It's incredible.
2: All right, Clayton, what about you, man? Seen the original? I've seen the original a a while ago. I've not watched it uh, recently. But I remember enough of it that I don't think I'll have to revisit it in order to enjoy this movie. My question with this film is, there is a huge hit song affiliated with Top Gun. A few, actually. I mean, mm-hmm. there is, of course, Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. But a number one song by a band called Berlin called yeah, Take My Breath. Away." I to say, I was going to I was going to almost read to your exact mind, and there you go. Yeah. So that was a number one song. It also won the Oscar for best song. Wow. Now, wow. so there's a dogfight going on here now between that song and Lady Gaga's new song for Top Gun called Hold My Hand. Now, I can't find it on the Billboard Top 100, so I'm not sure if it's been released as a single or what not. So that might not matter because the charts were different in 86 than they are now. The big question will be, does Lady Gaga win best song at the Oscars? After After. a
0: star is born. Hmm.
2: I mean, so, I mean, she'd be a a two-time Oscar winner, uh, not for acting, for songs. Someday she'll be an Oscar winner for acting, I believe, as will uh, uh, Batista, Dave Batista. Those are my two. Uh, those are my two predictions, and so that's a question too: is like, is that song gonna be as zeitgeisty as "Take My Breath Away"? It feels almost impossible with the way music is treated now in our culture, but you can't put anything past Lady Gaga.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So, uh, Clayton, uh, what do you think of the film
0: overall? Just want to put in touch before I go over my thoughts. You mean Top Gun: The
2: Original? Yes. I mean, I don't love it. I think it's fine. It's not my favorite Tom Cruise performance. I think I'm going to like Maverick a whole lot more. Okay.
0: Now, my thoughts on this kind of thing, I did post it on my Twitter as well, so last month, but um, my thoughts to this Top Gun, it looked really fine. Now, the biggest issue I only had was, like, the 80s, 1980s style. I mean, look, I'm not big into, to like, 1990s, 80s stuff, stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, but it's it's not bad to me. I just don't know what to put this, but these type of movies like this in the years aren't my thing. But mm-hmm. I had to watch it to understand where all the stuff comes from to understand the story and the nostalgia. But um, it, the, the film really looked promising on the story. I like the story. I like the characters. I like the performances and the action sequences were really cool. Well done. only issue i had faced with a little bit were like how repetitive the soundtrack of the movie goes on with like take my breath away it played like a few dozen times Mm -hmm. it's like the songs is a really necessary to play over and over in some of the parts like with what um maverick and charlotte i mean okay i get it this is like the actual theme of their movies but like doesn't i just feel like repeating the whole songs over and over just doesn't feel right to me and it just kind of gets repetitive like that sometimes in my Mm -hmm. own sense and actually
1: well so i i think there's something to you do have to remember that the times in that nowadays if you like a song danny we could all play any song we want on our phone over and over and over again yeah you know we we but back then if someone liked a song You know, sure, you could buy it on a cassette, but cassettes break and not everyone was buying uh, cassettes back then. So if you liked a song, you didn't get a chance to hear it as much as you wanted. I mean, yeah, yeah, I listened to So Top Gun, that might be people are like, oh, I hope they play this five times because this is going to be my only chance to hear Take My Breath Away. So it's just, you know, different times. Nowadays, we can't have things repeating as much because we have access to it all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I agree. They do play that song a lot in Top Gun. Yeah, and other songs,
0: too. I don't know which ones, but technically speaking, yeah, one of those songs, Mm "Take My River, was played a few dozen times. Mm -hmm. Um, Takeaways for me from that, yeah, the 80s style and the song soundtracks were repetitive, but everything else, I liked it. So, you know, I really enjoyed a Tom Cruise movie. That was my first Tom Cruise movie. I looked at, it looks great. Oh, and um, Definitely nostalgic feels and everything. I mean, it looks very promising. I have to say, the original Top Gun looked like it's going to hook me to Maverick Mm -hmm. 15, 35 years later, and it's going to bring me the smiles way more than, like, the original. I guarantee that. Oh,
1: I think I'm I'm on the same page with both of you where I expect to like Maverick way more than I like Top Gun. I I mean, Top Gun, I agree, was good. It had its flaws, but Maverick is going to be... Just a next level of the Top Gun franchise. I, I, I'm going to be shocked if Maverick isn't significantly better than the original, which is so rare.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, rare. I would say really only uh, Horrible Bosses and Horrible Bosses 2 mm-hmm. would be the closest equivalent for me. Uh, yeah. Horrible Bosses 2, ob- obviously a superior f- film, but I think we're going to see unlike horrible bosses 2 which did not do well because the first movie wasn't good i think this is just going to be a spectacular success and obviously top gun 1 was a spectacular success that's Mm -hmm. definitely true all
0: right guys so i'm moving on we are going to play a little trivia game i mean i don't know if you guys have like the brains of top gun but uh i did wrote down 10 questions that we're gonna like okay dog i'm gonna like test you guys turn by turn actually and okay. we'll see where your talent is at. So, um, and there's no searching whatever you're on your desktops or phones, whatever, do not cheat. I will probably, my hands, my hands are up here. Okay. Clayton, what about you, man?
2: Well, uh, I mean, you can't see me, but I'm not a cheater. I might be nutsoid, but I ain't no cheater. And, uh, Dandy, can you refer to us as our call names for this?
0: yeah yeah sure sure i was gonna go i was gonna do so anyway so um thank you i I am so i am the captain swarm testing nutsoid and relief on a little trivia so um here we go question one i'll go to you clayton how old was tom cruise oh fuck it's all right it's all right right. yeah i know i know nutsoid question one nutsoid how old is Tom Cruise when he did the original Top Gun? How old was he?
1: This has some stumped.
0: <laughs> if you don't have the answer, it's fine. I mean, no, I can just... I'm
2: going to say he was I'm going to say he was 24 years old. OK, uh, Pat, I mean, relief. What about you?
1: uh let's see this would have been what 35 years ago is uh, it 20 I'll go 25 I feel like it's I, I feel like Clayton might have nailed it though but I'll go 25
0: both of you are wrong he was about 29 years old when he Whoa. did the movie <laughs> wow 29 29 years old <laughs> i I even researched it and put the job question but yeah good guesses though good guesses so he really looked young but he
2: was 29 he was 29
1: i guess so yeah because he would have done risky business by then wow 29 okay
2: so he was 25 during 20 he was 26 (laughs) years old doing risky business
1: yeah i guess so let's see he's got that baby face especially back then
2: Yep. babyface face and
0: the uh, freckles too, or the wrinkles, you know. Yeah, <laughs> all right, but uh moving on. Um relief question two. I'll go to you. Who mm-hmm. was Maverick's best friend?
1: Oh, it was uh it would have been uh Iceman, it was Val Kilmer's Iceman. Hmm. Um well I guess they were rivals not so. no, so it would be goose, right? I guess it would be Anthony Edwards' goose. Okay, um I'll go with I, yeah goose I'll go goose but there yeah, that's that's relief's answer
2: okay um and uh nudsoy do you agree with his answer? Well I mean I think it's unfair that Pat got to name two people because the answer is of course goose that is correct you both are correct and uh
0: thank god relief you just changed the answer because I would have marked you wrong for that Good oh choice. Good good thinking choice. All right. Yeah. Listen, a, right. a great
1: pilot has to make last minute swerves, and that's what I did. I was yeah. about to hit the mountain and then I I I pulled up.
0: There you go. All right. Um, Nutzoid, question three. I'll go to you. Who was Maverick's
2: rival in the original Top Gun? Iceman, played by Val Kilmer. Uh Mr. Relief. Do you it, agree with is, his answer?
0: It is Iceman and that is correct you are both correct awesome awesome all right question four um relief who did maverick had a thing with before he fell in love with Charlotte in top gun 1986 who did he had a Uh, thing with and he was and it was referenced at the beginning that's all
1: the hint that's all the hint was it was it meg ryan as goose's wife did he ever did he i'm gonna go with that i think he might have I know Meg Ryan played Goose's wife, and I'm going to say that Maverick hooked up with her before the events of Top Gun.
2: Nutsoy, do you agree with his answer? I'm going to say Jessica St. James. <laughs> well, <laughs> Both of you are wrong.
0: It was refer- referenced that he had a thing with Penny Benjamin. So Penny Benjamin, interesting. Was that like Iceman's yeah. woman? Nope. Basically, that was the Admiral's daughter from the original Top Gun. And it was referenced in the beginning. And then Meg Ryan's character was referenced on that with Maverick. So that's what Maverick had a thing with before changing his mind to Charlotte and this and that. But yeah.
1: What a, All right. what a life Maverick's lived.
0: Yeah. All right, uh Nutsoid. Question five. When did the United States Navy established the fighter weapon school aka top gun when was established uh,
1: uh
0: now i'm gonna he was say asking nutsoid. oh nutsoid that, i'm sorry yeah
2: nutsoid nutsoid oh i mean gosh so when would that have been um they say it in the film i'm assuming um uh, 1947 relief
0: do you agree with his answer
1: um think? i'll say that it was early in the war world war 2 i'll go like 42 1942
0: incorrect incorrect march 3rd 1969
1: 60 wow what a year landed on the yeah moon. it was
0: referenced at the beginning about how top gun was formed so you guys cool. want to know us the reference, you know where to watch the movie. But it's fine. Wow, All right, um from America. Relief question 6. How much did it Okay. Now we're going to some kind of a little weird question. But here we go. Okay. How
1: much did it cost to produce both Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick? Oh my god. I mean, I'm going to guess Maverick cost like 125 million. And probably back in its day, Top Gun costs like 30 million. So I don't know. Let's say combine 155. That's gonna be my my combined budget. Nutzoid, do you agree with his answer? No, I think it's
2: more. I think Top Gun Maverick probably costs 150. I'm gonna to say together two. 250 million dollars for both i'm afraid top gun made over 15
0: for the original 15 million when they were using a lot of cgis and one not not real shots and top gun maverick not so you were off by two it was 152 million dollars so combined 152 and 15 you probably get like one seventies or something. I think that's what oh, I so from. I
1: I came close on the combined because my combined was one fifty five, and and according to you, the combined was one sixty seven. So wait,
2: the budget for Top Gun, the first Top Gun, was fifteen million dollars. Fifteen. The last time I checked, was fifteen.
1: That I mean, I guess thirty, and that that does make sense because it's when that like I was, mean, movie like, came out I in was like
0: I was like fifteen million. I should have been like thirty to fifty. I mean, whoa. I mean. I guess they were using green screens and CGI's like that. That's probably why. And it wasn't real jets. I mean, of course not. But with Top Gun Maverick, with all the serious training and licensing, of course, it had to be real. Modern technology to the next level. That costs a lot, way more than the original. So, yeah. All right.
1: But, and um, the original, does again, it doesn't have a ton of, of, uh, of you know, plane fighting in it. It's mostly a drama. Yes. All righty. Um, question number seven. I think
0: relief no wait not so it, it's that's not so it's turn um this is gonna be a true and false question you ready what okay true or false maverick flew the f-14 in the movie false uh i'm not i'm not gonna go go over with this with relief because the answer is false correct nice. it was somebody else Name Dave Bio Barnek, He was in the movie, I believe. But yeah, there you go. That is false. Relief going to you. Name any three songs played in the original Top Gun. Uh
1: Take My Breath Away and uh uh Danger Zone. So both of the ones that were mentioned already. I can't think of a third one. I'll go with uh, the Ghostbusters theme song. I'll say that that, what do you that mean, like, was the- like, Wait. like ain't afraid of no ghost. Like uh, uh, there may have been a scene where they were watching the movie in the background during training and that song played. So those uh, are my three. I
2: didn't pay attention to that, but um, um, Danny, can what? I steal this one? Oh yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So of course, danger zone, which uh, uh, relief already said, take my breath away, which he already said, and we mentioned earlier. And then, Playing with the Boys, another song by Kenny Loggins. Yes.
0: And I was going to actually add that the Top Gun anthem was one of them as well, because that is a soundtrack by Harold
1: Faltermeyer. Oh, that's right.
0: But it's still right. Any songs as well. But yeah, Danger Zone, Take My Breath Away. But I didn't add, all the, I didn't want to put all the songs because it would be too hard. But yeah, I decided to just go with three. But um, yeah,
2: you yeah, got Top to have Gun playing anthem. with the boys yeah oh my god i gotta listen to that track before that. it's yeah. during the you're volleyball right. game you're right. it's the famous volleyball game song
0: you're right you're right i gotta look at that track i mean i'm just so s- stupid but <laughs> anyways um question nine relief pretty sure that's to you mm-hmm. okay i mean pretty sure you're next i mean who are the composers for top gun maverick including the two artists that helped with their own soundtrack
1: um who are the composers for Top Gun Maverick? There
0: are 3 composers to help the song and then two artists that made their own original song for the movie. Oh, soundtrack. so
1: La- Lady Gaga uh is one uh let's see is it is Randy Newman one of the composers? Uh I'm afraid not. I'm going to have to pass on this. I feel like I feel like Nutsoid might might be tuned in. That's What about you? Um,
2: I, I mean, I know Lady Gaga, and I think, uh, what is that? Um, uh, what uh, One Republic has a song, I believe, but I don't know the composer i mean it's not i mean han zimmer i don't know i'll just say han zimmer but i don't think that's yes
0: Hans zimmers is one of them that guy always appears in every single movie i can think of but he was the one of them for top gun yes one republic lady gaga there's two more others harold faultemeier returning and then lauren baffle those are your like five composers who are helping the music in top gun maverick Upgrading wow. its soundtrack, but it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait to hear it. But
1: you nailed um, it, Nuttoid.
0: yeah. It's all right, you both nailed it with Lady Gaga, and not nailed it with One Republic. And yeah, he also I mentioned Hans Zimmer's. No, wait,
1: yeah, no, wait. he nailed it. He got okay, one okay. Republic and Hans Zimmer. So,
0: all right, great, great, awesome. All right, we're on to the last question. So, and it should be straightforward, which we all know how this movie has been putting itself back. and. How many setbacks have received? How what were the release dates for Top Gun: Maverick's? When in terms of delays, what were the release dates before COVID and during COVID? I mean, I'm gonna do it by turns. So, um, nutsoid what yeah. was the first date released? I mean, what was the first date announced for Top Gun: Maverick?
2: Oh, geez I should know this because I am a bo boy. Uh, Pat, uh, well, uh, Relief may know this. I'm going to say it was, I feel like it was in July of 2020. I don't know what day that Friday would have been, but I feel like it would have been around 4th of July. Well, so have was... been.
0: Ju- oh, go ahead. Sorry. I could it didn't... have
2: been July 2nd? Somewhere around there, 2020.
0: Yes, but I wanted to go just in orders. So um yes, that's one of them. Yes, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. forget the orders. Let's just go over the um yeah, let's just go any release. Wait, dates. was so, I yeah. right
2: about the exact what date yeah, was yeah. the first one?
0: Okay, okay. Uh the first was dated. You want me to say the answer, or you just yeah? Because well, what you you said I had it kind of right. Was I right on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You nailed it. You nailed it. It was one of them. I always wanted to go over the release dates in order, but uh, yeah. You know what? You nailed it. July second, twenty twenty, was one of the release dates. Uh, Relief. What about you? What was one of the release dates set for that movie before Switchbacks?
1: Okay, so then, I think once the pandemic hit. I feel like there was a point when they then moved it to the end of the year, like December 2020, but then quickly moved it. It was supposed to then come out this past summer, like July something 2021, like middle of July 2021, and then... Did they move it straight out to now, or they moved it then to the fall of 2021? So I think it went from, I, hold on, uh, uh, not so. I think I got this whole progression. I think they moved it to December 2020, then to July 2021, then to like November 2021. And then it moved to this date and has not moved since. So I, I'm going to just go all the way. I think those were the next series of moves. You nailed it. And one of the
0: release days before COVID just to point us out where it was July 12, 2019, then they pushed it not because of COVID, but to give its complex time on the flights and all that on June 26, 2020 followed by a move up to June 24 of 2020. And then it got moved up to December of 2020, July, 2021, november 2021 and then it's currently release date may 27 2022 so wow. um you guys nailed what this half f- of it actually good job
1: wow yeah, i claps. mean
0: you guys clap no, yourself. No, come on man let's
1: do some claps yeah you guys got nailed it through this that's right it's really good i mean listen on the bo boys the top gun maverick Uh, 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 moves, especially the ones that were due to COVID, we were covering that the entire time, so that's kind of burned into my brain that Mm. flight pattern that Top Gun Maverick had because of COVID. Yeah, Uh, and that's
0: the thing, it was one of the longest delayed movies next to Morbius and Minion Munions Rise of Crew.
1: Yeah, so they
0: were one of the longest delayed movies of the like already decades of 2020. So, finally, I'm gonna say this right now, finally. And I was hoping they will not delete it again until they pull out the trailer. And after a few promos from relating to the NFL and all that,
1: thank God still sticking. it's here. um, It's coming next weekend. And I think, you know, listen, I don't know if you have anything else on the run sheet, but Danny, I think the thing to go to now is what is this going to do? It's finally coming out. I was going to do reviews and reaction, but yeah, we'll go
0: over your most your boys is most favorite thing to talk about but let's go over the reviews okay. and reactions to this movie and i want to discuss that as i as you and i you and me pad we were discussing how top gun got lovable reactions from cinema con but we don't want to just go over that too much mm-hmm. but now mm-hmm. it's perfectly a great time to discuss the love and emotion and the nostalgia for the danger zones back into the big screen so i mean We heard we both and Clayton, of course, we all heard that it's been getting series of love from both social media that went to see this movie Cinemacon. And surprisingly, even though I would not trust that site and I would not trust the actual picky Mm -hmm. ass critics, Mm -hmm. I'm surprised for the first time ever, they absolutely gave it a huge high-rated of 97 percent that's current on ron tomatoes right now on this episode and it's only three negative reviews and one of them i'm gonna just mention which was so annoying you guys know this guy he you have you guys had him on your show scott mendelson just gave it a thing called nostalgia zone a little negative and mixed actually not negative but a mixed negative
1: and Rotten Tomatoes counted I can't blame that as rotten. I can't
0: blame him, but you know what? It's, it's fine. I'm not gonna call him out. It's kind of odd, and you know what? It's, it's everybody's choice. I mean, I can't just fight
1: him about it. Right, right. He's a, he well, is a good will. man. We usually don't stick up for critics, but he's more of a box office analyst and then a critic on the side. Scott Mendelson of Forbes is a good man, and I. It shows the the problem with the Rotten Tomato meter is that he gave probably what was a very well thought out mixed review, and then they just had to label it as rotten, even though I I doubt he said he hated the movie.
0: Yeah, he probably doesn't hate it. Yeah, from what I yeah. read, it. it's just he calls it a nostalgic zone for the fans. I mean, I don't know what right. gave it a little mixed on that, but but
1: so the big curious. takeaway is people who have seen this love it, and the thing that you're hearing a lot is. People don't just love the action, love the star power. They're really connecting to this movie, which Clayton, you know, talk about your point that you raised originally. This might be more than a blockbuster. This might be an Oscar play.
0: That's what people are calling it. A blockbuster, not about the flying jets, not about the drama. This is what I mean. It's a blockbuster, right? That's what people are calling it as like, would they never, we never had this kind of blockbuster in like years since pandemic. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting something more treatable as a blockbuster as a call sign to it. So this is very, very promising for what I read online. And man, I was like blushing on the, re, on these reactions and same with the critics too. Yeah. Well, they played at
2: con and got a five minute standing ovation Oh my at, God! actually
0: incredible. it got, it got stopped five minute standing ovation at the Cannes film festival. That was yesterday.
2: But yeah, yeah uh, Con, yeah. Um, that's a French way of saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, but um, but yeah, so that's big. And that's the kind of place where, you know, the people start shining up their, their uh, awards. You know, the, statuette, the statues get uh, polished there. And they're definitely putting this in that category of a movie that makes hundreds of millions of dollars but can win awards. And we have not seen movie a movie like that in a very, very long time. Oh, God. man. Yeah. 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 Now, now the Mendelssohn, thing really quickly, because I just read a very positive review of the Chip and Dale movie from Scott Mendelssohn, which also feels like a nostalgia play. So I'm interested to see, and next time we have him on, we'll have to ask him what he saw in the Chip and dale rescue rangers movie that he did not see in top gun maverick
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right good question honestly i'm hoping he can answer that um yeah we'll hold
1: his we'll hold his feet to the fire for sure oh yeah oh yeah
0: i'll be looking forward to hear that from you guys for sure but um
1: all right. Yeah, the, I think the, this awkwardness the, the, should
0: finally. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Well,
1: no, I was just the buzz for this movie is just incredible. And it's been killing it. Critics in some... love it. Audiences love it. I think everybody is going to love it across the country. You know, coastal elites, the, the plain Billies, people in the stacks. It's, it's the kind of movie that is just going to connect with every kind of audience.
0: Oh, man. I can't wait to see what the whole world's like on that. And, man. Some young ones may never know, but still getting the love. So they will know and they will learn their lesson. So I can't wait. Yes. All right. But this awkwardness will finally stop because we're finally going to your guys's favorite thing to talk about. The box office projections. And this is our final topic of this episode going forward. So um, this movie, Clayton, you mentioned this earlier, that the movie is projected for 95 to 125 million dollar opening weekend. And this is way bigger than I thought it would Mm because, yeah. What do you got to say on that projection opening? And do you think it can do it? Because I'm almost having little doubts. You know what? I hope
2: it's going to make it well. But go ahead, man. What do you have to say on the box office? The question there, because you've mentioned several times that friends of yours are, are maybe not as interested in this film as you are. And I think that to me is the big question mark with this film because the people your age are the driving force when it comes to theatergoers. And it was that way through the pandemic and it's proven to be that way in this post-ish pandemic area that we're living in right now. So that is the question mark. That I think is going to be a big tell as to whether this thing gets over 100 I mean, if this thing makes 80, I think that's huge. I mean, if it breaks Tom's record, which it's going to do, I I can't believe it wouldn't. So it's going to get over 64. Yeah, me too. if, If this thing makes 95, that's a smash success. I don't think there's anything that would be a failure with this film other than if it goes under that 64, 65 number, which I don't think it does my personal thing i think it i think it nudges over 100 for the 3 day but i think it could make more in the 4 day definitely
0: so clay i mean pat um mm. what about you man
1: i think it's going to clear 100 million easy for the 3 day And I think it's going to get to... I think it could get to about one ten for the three-day and maybe one thirty for the four-day. And I think a big factor is going to be those Tuesday night preview screenings like the one you're going to. They
0: won't count towards the weekend, but they will count towards the box office.
1: But what I think they're going to do is get those young people to then go over the weekend, because I think that's going to create a lot of buzz. Those Tuesday night screenings are going to get a lot of people to see it who are then going to tell their friends. So you get some young people to go on Tuesday like yourself. Then Wednesday, Thursday, they're telling, listen, you guys got to see this. I know Spider-Man's not in it. I know that Batman's not in it. I know it's not a Marvel movie, but trust me, this Maverick guy, you got to see him to believe him. And that's gonna be what gets the young people out for the weekend is the buzz coming off of those early week screenings. So I think that's genius. And I think it's going to become such an event by that Thursday night that this movie will get to 110 domestic for the three-day. That's my as of today, that is my prediction. Obviously, the final predictions of the Bo Boys will come next week on the Bo Boy show. But as of tonight, as of you know, Thursday, Friday, whatever this is, May 20th. Uh I, I I I think it could hit 110.
0: I got a lot to say on that though. Um, yes, I want to believe this. It can go over the projections, but at the same time, yes. The question is: what Clay mentioned, will the younger audiences get buzzed and go see this in the biggest thrill ride than just a Marvel movie? I mean, look, we got a lot of Tom Cruise, Top Gun, generational fans that are thrilled to go seed even it never stops them from being hype when it's been delayed so many times. I mean, what I've been looking over the pre-sales on the ticket seating so far, they've been selling greatly decent. Surprisingly, in the coming days, it got bigger and then got more bigger on the early event assets. Man, I just want to believe it right now. But at the same time, I want to say one thing that can potentially do for sure Mm -hmm. you guys remember when no time to die came out for the yeah the double seven men older adults people it slightly underperformed that like 55 million dollars right i say top gun can break that way much better than what no time to die could because that was different Mm -hmm. that wasn't like a top gun 35 year long wave thing it's a franchise for many fans And technically speaking, this has a little good buzz, but not like top 10 buzz. You know what I mean? Like that. But with no Top Gun, it's way bigger of a buzz than No Time to Die. It's way more widely anticipated than the pandemic with that. And still a lot of people, a lot of fans are willing to come out, get their butts in and for the thrill ride. But the younger audiences will likely have a hard time when Doctor Strange is still going to be in theaters Not over these premium screens anymore, but some will still come out when the weekend hits. And that depends. Yeah. And yet, actually, um, it may be dying a little because the word of mouth, but it's still going to actually take be a little takeaway. But it won't be too bad as long as I know it. Mm -hmm. But I definitely can say it will be Fallout. It will be War of the Worlds. And it's going to be no time to die like that. I'm thinking 70s. 70s would still be great. Oh, Even sure. a box office pro predicts that, well, I don't know, like, we got to also take a moment and think about what Paramount Pictures' movies has been going through, which I want to put that out, because mm-hmm. if you guys have been noticing, Scream made, like, 30, Jack has made 23, Lost City made 30, Sonic 2 made 70s. Mm-hmm. Can Top Gun break that record of, like, their biggest Paramount movie slate this year? And I think it, it can. It can do it. I believe so. Yeah. That's yeah. just the question, what well, Clayton said, can this attract the younger and get buzz about it after more reactions are coming? And that's a big if, that's a big 50-50. But with the fans and adults coming back to seeing is way more than No Time to Die and other adult picks, this is a guaranteed win. This is yeah. giving a guaranteed win that Paramount's bringing the bang and they're not, they're not delaying this anymore, that they're ready to let this movie go off. It's finally kicking Summer off just right, and it's kicking the field and need for speed, and then the danger zone in this sucker. Yeah, Danny,
2: I love it. Yeah, I have, and 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 I know we're running long, but I I think I need to bring this up because we mentioned on our podcast, the Bo Boys, we talk about movies that we refer to as church bus movies, and those are faith based movies where people get other like minded people together. They have group outings to the theater. Now I want to talk about are boys in the military now is it possible that this is a military like i guess how do they 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 They? Uh, i guess it's a bus they use buses too they, right
1: they get them in the in the planes they get them in the well, fighter planes but no,
2: it, no but it's got to be bigger it's got to be able to carry a lot of men what are those trucks what are the big vans that they put um, them in and they like they open the back and they all come out Do you know what i'm talking about i think they're probably true. called trucks
1: so or they could get them on the they could get yeah, them on yeah, yeah. the, the carrier no that all the planes
0: i'm land gonna say on. this it's nowhere near like that but it's like a naval base it's a navy based movie actually it's not like a well, military well, or something right but right.
2: but still i mean there's a lot of people who join try to join the air force After Top Gun, the first one came out, what I'm saying is that men who are in the armed forces, will they do group outings? Will this be a group outing film for them in a way that Dr. Strange isn't? These guys aren't going to go see fucking Dr. Strange, no offense, right? Uh, Is that an untapped market of young men that we're going to see flock to this film? Is that possible?
0: Um, Pat, what what about? I'll let you answer that first. I don't know how to answer that. No, I
1: I don't think that that's going to be. I don't no. I don't think that that's going to be a big factor at the box office. I yeah. I I think that that that's is not great. a big enough audience to affect the box office. I think it's going to be more about the buzz getting the youngsters out there. And that's the challenge like a, a a military industrial complex audience. It's not,
2: we're yeah. not talking about the industrial complex. We're talking about people who want to see a movie. Right, right. Uh, that normally yeah. don't see movies. And that's, right. that's how a movie can overperform. If you get people that don't normally go to see movies. Right, right. Right. I want to point this out. One thing
0: before we'll clearly stop talking about the box office, but, um, I want to point out one movie that was also like top gun. It was like 35 30 years before there was an original movie that came out in like 1900s and then years later if got a sequel which came out in 2017 and if you guys know what i'm talking about you guys have anything when i do you, you guys know what i mean at all like what movie i'm actually referring to because it did had a little impact at the box office and has something to do with the marketing and i feel like this could be a situation with that if that's the case and i'm actually talking about blade runner 249. and that's okay what i want to point out because it kind of serves for like top gun like that except i'm just gonna point this out because i remember when um blade runner came out it was a little success i don't know if there was a little success or not, but the new one kind of fell under the water because of the marketing mm-hmm. i just want to compare this real quick will This kind of thing suffer with Top Gun or not. I don't think it's the case, but um
1: so the big the big thing to to note there, Danny, is the original Blade Runner that came out of the 80s was a bomb at the time. Okay. So it's a cult movie that people have like come to respect and like after the fact, but Blade Runner in the 80s was a bomb. The original Top Gun was a giant hit, you know, the original Top Gun was. Was as big as a Marvel movie is now. You're right. So so it's totally, you know, Blade Runner was like a cult movie that then they made a sequel for thirty years later, and that bombed because no one. The original was a bomb,
0: and then the marketing for the sequel of Blade Runner was also for bringing the fans more than just general audiences. That's why it bombed too, and technically it made a little more bigger than like the other one. Yeah, but still nowhere near as like big as what it thought. I mean, I remember that. That's why I want to point this out like that because it what if it kind of brings a bridge with top gun is that like a 35 30th year sequel later on and will it still be worth the wait but i feel like i have faith in top gun that it's going to just be more worth the wait and it's yeah the original was a success of course yeah and the love for the new one is way bigger for yes. that for sure
1: exactly yeah this top gun was a huge hit and maverick is a, is a sequel to that yeah the blade runner movies are cult movies that we're never good at never big at the box office exactly
0: um but paramount pictures right re- real quick one more thing we mm-hmm. all appreciate the fact paramount's been on a roll. you know we got like great movies this year we got our screams we got our jackass and we got our lost cities we got our we got our so- big blue burst sonics and now we're getting the big bad tom cruise back at the big screen once again and uh I just want to give this a moment that we just appreciate Paramount Pictures because this is our favorite studio as of right now this year. And what do you think about this whole thing right now, Pad? What about what's going on with you and Paramount Pictures now? That, I love it. Paramount's,
1: Paramount is, I, I mean, I, I think it's Clayton would agree. It's, right now, it's the best studio going. It's the one that releases the best variety of movies. They are focused on theatrical. And they so far, they have not missed in a long time. We just love all of their movies they put out in 2022 and each one of them has been a hit bigger than the last i i agree top gun maverick i think does have to open bigger than sonic the hedgehog 2 i I agree i think it will for sure i'm obviously predicting it will but i think tom cruise would be disappointed if he doesn't open bigger than sonic yeah honestly you know. and he will like, it's movie. going to it's going to but he as much as sonic is is got the need for speed tom cruise has to have a bigger need for bigger speed
0: clayton what about you what's been how what do you think of paramount so far and do you think this movie could perform bigger than sonic if paramount movie revenues wise what's going on
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it'll definitely do more than Sonic. I think Paramount has been doing such a great job. They held a lot of their stuff for theatrical. You didn't hear a lot about them during the pandemic. People were wondering, when are they going to put stuff out? And they did a good job of making theatrical important to them. I do think Tom Cruise has a huge part in that, especially with this film. He definitely put the pressure on Paramount to hold this film. He knew what they had. I bet there was a lot of executive sweating and thinking, are people going to just forget about this movie? What's going to happen to this movie? If we don't put it out, we keep pushing I it back. I feel like that, yeah. And he said, no, this movie has to be seen on the biggest screen possible. It and has he to refused it on streaming. Yep. And he said, trust oh. me, trust me. And this could be a huge, I mean, he's a powerful guy, Tom Cruise. If this movie is a huge hit theatrically, I mean that's going to put a lot of power on Tom Cruise and I think that's good for theatrical I don't know how that is for people he works with I, I don't know the working relationship he has with people but I do think that him in the Mission Impossible movies these next Mission Impossible movies he's fighting these 45 day windows yeah like, he's been we're doing gonna that see if this movie does bobo, really over overperforms I think you're going to see that his Mission Impossible movies are not going to have those 45-day windows. I think oh, you're yeah. going to see the special dispensation for a, uh, a a megastar.
0: I think 60 days would be the great thing he want, but yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. If his Top Gun movie, which he doesn't have control of, of his studio, doing 45 dead, bit, but does build off the Bilbo, overperforms or something, mm-hmm. yeah, this could be a thing where Mission Impossible will have a longer theatrical release only 60 days, three months or something. And it's going to totally be a big thing for Tom like that. I mean, this is a big chance. Like, will people, will many fans still, many adults, will many adults and fans come back for Tom Cruise is the question. And will it flow regularly like movie going? That's the one thing we can find out next week when the numbers hits. Yes. And I'm hoping this is going to bring in, to feel the field need for speed with his next mission impossible when he's going forward but we shall yeah see. that's about that honestly i think that's everything we discuss on our pregame hype it may be a little off somehow but i still managed to keep this up and honestly i had fun talking about this i oh, feel I already that. the feel the need for speed mr relief mr nutsoid and man doesn't it feel great that we're just almost filing our number one space movie and then we were moving on to like next bigger things after that? I mean, we got mm-hmm. Jurassic, we got Lightyear, we got Munions, we got Thor, we got a bunch of these bad boys coming out like after summer, too. I mean, there's a lot to look forward to, and this could surprise us in our top 10. I mean, right now, Top Gun Maverick is the eyes for the prize, and it's going mm-hmm. to be a smash. What you guys said, I it's a smash. I can't wait. It's a smash. You said it, oh, Captain man. Swarm. Yes, sir. All right. But um, other than that, where can they find you, Mr. Relief and Mr. Swarm? Where can they find you guys? And how can they contact you?
1: I mean, the main way is listen to the B.O. Boys podcast. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can find us and email us at theboboyspodcast at gmail.com. If you're confused about how to subscribe to us, just email us and we'll guide you through it. And uh yeah, I mean that's the main thing. I'm also on Twitter, Pat Stango. All I do is talk box office. I ain't getting into any other topics on there. And uh yeah, listen to the BO boys. We, we we're just gonna be following the box office on all of these huge movies, and uh it, it's it's just gonna be a fun ride. Uh, jump on board,
0: all right. Other than that, guys, thank you for listening and sticking tuned to this long episode, it's probably been the longest. But if you all have been enjoying this podcast and my show, of course, please go ahead, follow and subscribe on any of the platforms you can find me or you found me on. Don't forget to also follow me on my pla- social media platforms from Instagram to Twitter to TikTok, where I'll, of course, be buzzing on movies and whatnot. And of course, Twitter, you know, I'll be buzzing, been buzzing on this movie a lot, and it's still coming. I'm actually having something going forward with the movie as well when I can watch it, but I don't want to spoil the deeds. But if you all know what I mean, probably want to say it but you know what if you all have been following my Twitter and know what's going on you already know what the deal. but um Pat and Clay I think we've done it for now and we have nothing else to say except for until next time we'll, we'll be, be screaming, screaming you, you at, at I, I scream, scream. You, you scream, scream for that